0: Hello, welcome to the Metal Thrashing Nerd podcast. I am Metal Thrashing Mike, and today we're going to have another Atlanta-based, North Georgia focused episode with a great band from my local area. And today I have Red Necatron, and I have Sky and Eric with me today to talk about their band, what they've got going on. Uh so guys, kind of fill us in on who you are and what Red Necatron is about and where we can find you on like social media and stuff.
1: Awesome. Well, uh, Mike, it's good to be here with you. This is Sky. I got Eric with me as well. Good afternoon, everyone. And uh, yeah, man, we're glad to be here talking to you today a little bit. Um, as you said, yeah, we're Red Necatron. Uh, we've been in this area since 2015. and well,
2: uh, way longer, but...
1: Well, as, yeah, as Red Necatron. Yeah, since 2015. You. Um, you can find us on all social media. We're on Facebook at search for Facebook at Red Necatron. We're on Twitter We're on Instagram, we're on Bandcamp, you can find our music on all streaming platforms. Uh, We have one EP out right now called Shadow Band, which is currently available. And then we have an upcoming EP called Provide Protect that'll be released here in the next couple months. And the first single, Pro-Life, is out on that right now. Again, all major platforms.
0: Awesome. So um, before the podcast, uh, you guys were, we were kind of talking Uh, There's something very interesting about you. You guys don't really go out and play a lot of shows, but you do live events and you are not live events, but uh, online events. And you were talking about like kind of uh, acclimating to the current, you know, uh, formats and the newer formats within music to where you can kind of monetize that way. So, I mean, I kind of like to dig into that a little bit just to start off with, because this is great information for bands that are coming in.
1: All right. Um well, well we kind of did it out of necessity. Um when we first started, we were in Athens, Georgia. We were all members of different bands out there and we're plugged into the scene, playing at all the venues there, you know, recording in the studios, everything. And then we formed Red Necatron. And something very strange happened to us when we got together as Red Necatron. We found a lot of doors that had previously been wide open to us were shut. And we we had to find a way to circumvent that. This was pre-COVID. This was before anyone was afraid to go out and before venues got shut down as well. Um, Then again, looking at things, there's also, you know, you're you're not really making money off the music itself anymore. It's available for free on streaming. Why would anyone pay for a physical copy? We don't even have physical players anymore. We stream it off our phone, connected to our Bluetooth speakers in our cars. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, like, I don't, I'm a musician. I, last time I bought a physical album, it's been a long time, you know, and I'm, I'm in that network. So we focus more while we do play shows, you know, chances are you're not going to catch us live and in person. If you are, no. you'll remember it. And yep, we, we yes. do that occasionally, you know, we, we're not totally against it. We do a lot love of live, no, we do a lot of live streaming. More. Um, we've set up our, our garrison, our compound, whatever you want to call it, our rehearsal studio. We have multiple cameras, uh, good off the board audio that I'm capturing. Everything's mic'd up. I've got camera switchers. Um, so right there, we can create good, interesting, pretty professional quality content on our own with very little help. Um, and we use that to, to engage with the fans, uh, you know, they watch the live streams. They can talk to us in the chat. We can talk to them. Sometimes it's not just playing a song. You know, there's more to it. You know, Necatron is a bit more than just a band. You know, I've been in bands where it was just about the riff or, you know, you got bands where it's about dope smoking or bands where it's about trying to get chicks. And Necatron's a little bit more than that. It's a bit more of a way of life. It's a creed. You know, we're all a little bit older. We'll just say we're all above 40. Um, we're all we're, above we're we're all family us. men. We all have children. Most
2: of us have small children at that. Um be pure. Yeah, and and body, and that's tough in this, like I said, in this in this state we're living right now.
1: So, so there's, there's a lot that goes into Red Necatron outside the music. The music is a huge aspect of it, but there's there's a lot to explore there, there's a lot to share there, there's a lot of ways to connect with people there. Some of our biggest fans don't even like metal music, and they love Red Necatron, and they honestly love Eat and Breathe Red Necatron, but they don't even like metal music. But they they appreciate our creed, they appreciate our lifestyle, and, and the way we do things to such an extent that they are fans even without liking the music. So you can share so much more. With the time that doing that allows us, we don't have a 40 minute set that we have to get all these ideas and all these thoughts across in. I can take my time, I can spend weeks exploring something and setting, setting something up. We can spend hours on it having a discussion, you know, as well as, and the music is, is all tied in with that. It's all one whole thing. You know, like I say, Red Negatron is, great, is yeah. life and it, great, it really is all encompassing. You
2: know,
1: so it, it affects so, every aspect of our life. Hopefully get some critical thinking going.
2: little hints of what we're living. Um, I don't think a lot of people understand what we're living right now.
0: Right. Um, uh, yeah, no, that's actually all really interesting stuff. That's, uh, definitely something to explore. Um, so how did you kind of grow your audience for these, uh, you know, these, uh, of it, these online events and stuff uh was there any kind of strategy or anything did you just jump into it head first uh was there anything you've learned from doing this uh, as far as building that audience I've I've learned a lot and I'm still in the process of building that audience yeah that's all you know work. it's it's
1: it's an ongoing thing I'm constantly learning um and yeah I mean the, one of the biggest things I learned doing that and with anything with Red Nuggetron, you know, I've, I've been a musician for 30-some-odd years. I've been playing in bands in front of crowds at clubs since I was 14 years old. I'm 43 now. Red Nuggetron's been around for seven years. It's not everything I've done, but this is different.
2: Well, it's a different time. I mean,
1: well, and, and because of the things that, that we do to kind of... I, I don't know. I, it's hard for me to put into words, but I, I've learned to let it happen, you know, it's while, yeah, I may be orchestrating things and but while, while, I've you know, while, yeah, I might be orchestrating things. and I, I keep things and going in the right direction and in track, I, I, I let the universe work for me. I let it happen. And So giving up like that perfectionist level of control that I've always held on to is something big that I've learned here lately. Right. Um, It allows me to get the content out. Otherwise I'm like, oh, this isn't perfect. People are going to pick it apart. I can't do it. I got to keep it. I can't show it to anybody. Nah, man. Just like put it out there. Warts and all. Get it out. Get the content out. Get content out every day if you can.
0: Yeah. I think the funny thing about music fans is a lot of them actually don't pick it apart. I I think we, get music fans and reviewers kind of mixed up sometimes you know
1: We do and they love the raw stuff like some of some of our tracks that have the biggest plays that i have out there it are very rough raw live recordings in the rehearsal studio no polish we're still figuring out and teaching ourselves some of these songs at that point you know and and those are some of people's favorite takes maybe because of the energy that's present in that when we're excited about the new song we're working on you
0: know uh, oh, uh, it's that aggro vibe like a, a bathery <laughs> or a motorhead.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Something that you know you try to capture that spirit and go with it. And that's you know, when we've recorded these EPs, I'm doing the same thing. I'm not spending tens of thousands of dollars and weeks and weeks in the no. studio. Like we're, we're going in, out. yeah, we're, we're going we in do. here, we're banging it out. Like it's we're basically it live plus an extra track of guitar so that I can have a nice thick stereo sound. Right. You know? and Great, yeah, you just work my ass off on I do. I, I work I work <laughs> him. I spend most of the time working on the vocals. You know, because we'll develop something live to where it's eighty percent of what it should be, and I hear the other twenty percent in my head. And then we get in the studio and I say to Eric, Hey, you know how you've been doing that? let's do try that. this instead. And I'll kind of coach him I'm good go. with
2: constructive constructive Chris. Yeah, we'll more together. I'm, I'm willing to work. I know there's no one right path to any end means as long as the end means is, you know good, and everyone's happy, then it doesn't, it doesn't matter. There's, there's quicker, there's safer, there's, you know, more dangerous, there's more economical ways. But, in the end, I do think that's what you're focusing on. Absolutely, no. Yeah, no, and I know. Yeah. And then it becomes something you never really realize. I mean, it, you know, probably i turned into something that has blown me away, honestly. I've, I've been doing this a long time uh, with multiple bands, so this is I don't know. It's the evolution, I guess, of all our experiences and coming out in Red Nekatron. Well, uh, probably self-reliance, you know, probably living, man.
0: As an uh, experienced singer, what's some advice you can give to young singers?
2: Just do it. Don't hold back, man. Don't worry if you sound like shit. If you fuck up, try to keep the tempo. Um, find a pattern. Me and my life, my content... I'm, I'm like, a, I love just improvisational stuff. If someone's got a riff going, man, I'll jump in and put a vocal pattern somehow in it. And I don't remember what I said. It might determine what happened to me that day. But in me and my, all our recordings, I'm like, all right, the vocals will be finalized once we record. You know, other than that, and if it's just live, every time you see us, my content might be different, but that vocal pattern will be there. For, and I, for I've, the seen, I've seen awesome guys. They're young and they're holding themselves back. there putting their side or back to the crowd. I'm like, look at them, man. Feed off them. I was like, there's nothing like you know, just letting yourself go. And, and believe it or not, if you go away in your head, natural abilities will come out. I mean, you know, we overthink things so much and everything. Um, just let yourself go. Find your id. A lot of people don't know what that is.
0: That's a very... My id, uh... took,
2: a, my Id took over with me way back with Bible Belt Pie product when I was in uh, when I would come to the stage, my id would take over, you know. Never had no butterflies, never had, it. I just did it.
0: Well, that's but a very Aussie and Sabbath method.
2: Well, I was very influenced by that. And I was neglected from that. I grew up on the farms in Illinois, moved down here, turned 13 in North Georgia, and was, you know, got the shit kicked out of me because I'm Native American. So they didn't know what I was. I was a damn Yankee half breed. Um, well, no, I've become Bible Belt byproduct, and that was something awesome in my life for a while. And I got to play with some awesome musicians. It led me into all kinds of stuff. One well, like, that led you into Red it led me Because to that's how today. I know
1: this guy. I was a fan of Eric before I even knew him. Before I even knew what the name of his band, I heard it in some place, and I'm like, holy crap, what is that? And then Bible Belt byproduct, oh, that's a great freaking name. And so, you know, I'm buying the CD, I'm into it. We're going to the shows i didn't even know they're like oh they're local We can go see them great you know uh we went and saw them and then years later i met them just out and about somewhere saw a sticker on his van i was like oh bible Belt byproduct they're great and he's like oh that's my band and that's how i met everybody and i had wanted and, you know even from the first time i heard him play in that shop on the cd player i was like you know i would totally let that guy be the singer in my band yeah, because he's a great that,
2: fucking vocalist. That's one he has thing a about great that, natural trying. talent. So I'm, I'm stoked this, this that I am him. This fucker has been me, man. He's been shaping and molding me. And I was, I don't know, I consider Bible Belt byproduct like beginning with sudden doom way back. You, you see these documentaries and all these bands from Athens and different couple from, you know. And I was like, where the fuck is Bible Belt byproduct in there? I mean, because. We look at the dates and times and who we played with. We started dominating that one scene, playing for all the big acts, and then we got hated and got kicked in, and our guitar stole before a big obituary show. All kinds of shit, and I could elaborate on that, but I'm not. But I mean, it got a cool ass history with that band. And then this guy being a fan, and then meeting me, and then his ideas, and he's basically like I say, more the architect of what we're doing. We start doing stuff, and we start playing stuff, and I do my. And, and vocal patterns starting and then he listens to some of the shit I do and then we evolve into whatever our content ends up once we record and I'm all game with it man he, he's read way more books, is way more wordsmith than I am but uh, I just love what we do and yeah, it's a it's a lot of decades of culmination in what Red Necrotron is well hell and yeah now it's just music
0: well I mean I'm glad to see yeah. that you guys are together now and putting out some really great music well thank you for liking too. it
2: yeah. <laughs> Well,
0: I, mean, I, mean, I always kind of check out a band a little bit before I you know, let them on the podcast. It's going to be something I can enjoy myself because, you know, I like to do my
2: homework a little bit. How much have you done? Well, what all have you listened to? Uh, I've you've listened to five or six tracks up, really.
0: Yeah, I mean, you guys had like five or six tracks. I've listened to the EP and Pro-Life <laughs> for sure. But I've okay. also had like five or six other bands today, <laughs> and one that got booked yesterday for a fill-in for a cancellation.
2: <laughs> uh,
0: they Head swimming, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, I'm a busy motherfucker.
2: That's <laughs> so, so what we gotta do. Be busy. I live in Blursville. Every day's Blurs day. I got a two-year-old. I've got a four-year-old. will be five. And I mean, I drive over a hundred miles to work, but then I operate machines in the mountains and do i work with rocks, grandfather stone, all kinds of cool shit. So I get that two hours each way to like listen to our music and work on my bunker patterns or just take in my alternative platform information, you know, and open my brain up to shit we've been hindered from.
0: Right. No, no, I understand the two, four year old thing. I've got a three year old myself. So
2: keep them, man. Now it's our battle to keep them as pure as we can in the mind and body. And I'm telling you, we what a bad time for that. Yeah, to take them, our kids,
1: and that, honest, that drives everything we do too. And like, our, our my our biggest fan is my one year old son. No shit, this guy Red lives awesome. Re- rebel. Yep, he lives and breathes <laughs> and dies redneckatron. He loves it. He he's he's my yardstick now. When I come up with a new riff, I'll take it home and play it for him. And if he doesn't absolutely flip out and lose his shit. Then I just I'm like, nah, this ain't one to work on and I keep going to find one that he that he had really loves. Page. Yep. He's my new
0: yardstick. Well, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one year old you know, critic.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, he loves well, he was just to it. You know, his mom is deaf, she's a red mechatron yeah, as well. She loves it. She's she's at show, Vibration she's at practices, she's you know, she's helping us come up with merch ideas and design logos and and, and doing social media and it's a it's a a family affair you know it it takes it it takes a village you know so we we got people of all walks of life that are red that support us support what we do and and lend a hand you know because because again like i was saying it it is more than just a band you know it's a way of life it's 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 a creed it's a way of of living You know, it's life. It's our lives. Yeah. You know, it's our lives. Red Necatron is life.
2: We're not totally, we haven't got all the technical red Necatronic people to actually build the red because What is that? I fought this name for a long time, but once the implementation of the idea of we've got all this technology and AI immoral on no kind of biological shit that's maybe coming to take us out, you know, we counted out with what? Our technology and shit we can build. With, with like that red <laughs> exactly it, it's, it's back to all of us who create that and that, so that has to be from the core And, that's, <laughs> and
1: yeah that's 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 basically what a red is. you know we're in a, a transhumanist movement where there's you know the the technology is kind of becoming the Golem that's going to destroy us all in some ways. And technology is the way out of that, you know. And it's it's going to be the technology we create ourselves in our sheds and our barns and our garages and our workshops, our redneckatrons to combat, you know, evil killer robots, so to speak, that are coming for you, you know.
0: That's a very like uh, world dane, nevermore esque idea for sure. <laughs> you know, a, a bit. Yeah, it, it, it just faded for a while, but yeah. I, well, I mean, that's not an offense, too. I'm a big World Dane fan, and I always loved his songs about, uh, you know, AI and things like that, and the dangers of it and technology.
1: Well, I mean, I see it coming. I see it. I see it affecting me, and I and I'm I know the dangers of it, and I'm you know, and there's, there's a lot of dangers in this world, and that's again what Red is about trying to trying to warn people, trying to help keep people safe. You know, the food supplies. The yeah, the, soup, <laughs> the food supply has been compromised. Your 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 medicine is being messed with. The air isn't safe to breathe. The water isn't clean to drink. Like people need to be aware of these things. And and, and, and yeah, it's 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 not a rosy, beautiful rainbow world well, right now. And we're
2: living a giant like a EQ test down. You know, we're gonna see who's gonna um, Survive the next couple of years, I think. We're going to get crazy here in a minute.
0: So, uh, so kind of going into a little bit of a lighter topic here. <laughs> um, what, what are some of y'all's influences and stuff? That's usually one of the first things I ask. But, I mean, uh, you've obviously got a lot of interesting stuff to say and a lot of great stories behind it. Uh, what were some of y'all's influences growing up?
1: As far as music, I like all sorts of stuff that you wouldn't imagine, man. I love Tears for Fears. I love the Beach Boys. I love Michael Jackson. Um, I love Buck Owens. Like those are still fifty percent of the time if I'm listening to music, it's one of those folks. So
2: much. I'm a a, a music fan. I can anything with a good rhythm. I don't care. Especially if it's live, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I've been listening to a lot of Depeche Mode here the last couple months. Yeah, some of that's blown me away because I never... Yeah, I, I just turned really them on to.
1: to it. So, yeah, we. I like a lot of stuff other than metal. I originally played classical music as a kid, you know. Um, and I was I was into that as well. Uh, metal came a little later. I was probably 12, 13 years old when I really fell into metal. And then, like, the first real band, yeah, I'd heard Slayer and... And, and Metallica so and Megadeth and stuff concerned. like that, and Anthrax and ACDC. Cool. Yeah, I heard all those guys, and while I could appreciate them, they didn't change my life. You know, I, I would have to say the band that did that would be Pantera. Like when uh, I heard uh, Cowboys from Hell for the first time, I was probably like, "Wait, this is elevated to a different level. Is this something for me to take notice to?" And that opened up a whole other world of metal to me. Yeah, I, I, but but yeah. as far as that metal actually influencing me, at I don't think I've taken very many actual metal influences, and I think it comes, you know, people when they make comparisons. I never hear the same band twice, you know. People are like, "Oh, that sounds like a Moth." I'm, I'm like, "Well, I've never even heard one of their songs, so I can't oh, yeah, reference like, oh, really. that." People, "Oh, that sounds kind of like Gore," and I'm like, "Well, I mean, I've listened to a little bit of Gore, but I wouldn't say we're, gore yeah, which I can buy that." You know, uh, someone else said, oh, that solo sounds like something out of uh, out of Suicidal Tendencies. And I'm like, well, that's a, I'll take that as a compliment, but I, I couldn't play a single Rocky George lick if you asked me to. <laughs> right. So, so I don't know if I've actually been influenced so much by the metal as I have. That's my chosen just vocabulary. Metal.
2: Yeah. I was very neglected. Grew up, like I said, in the cornfields of Illinois, in a little town called Sandwich. And 13 down here, like I said, right outside the mountains in Hillsville and Maysville and Commerce, one of Commerce, Georgia. And um, I didn't even hear like Metallica until I was in 11th or 12th grade and just got had it. And it, it, that kind of grabbed me, and I was like, whoa, what the fuck is that? Kill them all. He had jamming out his 71 Chevy fleet size. Awesome. And then, then I graduated, almost went to the Marines, but flip of a coin, I ended up going to. In art school, art institute, of Atlanta, they had a music business institute. So boom, all of a sudden, I meet people and I'm opened up to shit. I never man, to punk, the speed metal, the fucking, you know, shit like sacred Bright and then Anthrax. I found all this old stuff I fucking never knew, you know, just, oh, it just blew me away, man. And then I just went crazy. And then I found the Atlanta underground scene. I filmed the guys in the band Los Stregas Nosferatus way back in the day coming out of the 80s and in the 90s, and I watched that more And that, you know, just taken in by watching them write songs and, you know, watch how they develop, started helping haul gear and set up, learn how to set up drums and tune a bass, and, you know, all, all the way back when I went to art school. And it kept me from going to Desert Storm that I didn't realize would have happened, but, uh, yeah, I was raised by a Marine, and my whole intention was to do that route, but it didn't actually happen.
0: <laughs> hey i mean you're making yeah. great music now so i you know i'm glad you guys are doing that
2: we all have families and like i say living living this life that we're forced to live and fighting a pair of bills and keep our shit going and what's coming up. i just love getting together when we can and we create as much as we can and what we're doing now with the studio is going to be awesome
0: i can't yeah. wait to hear it
2: me <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's yeah, always nice got, hearing the finished
0: product
1: yeah, we got the next three or four releases already planned out, oh, ready to go. I mean, they're not ready to go as incomplete; They're in different stages of development right now, but as far as the we'll next, you, a, you know...
2: War, Shrine, Song. I'm telling you, something's coming. It's going to be awesome.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we, I, I got some more brutal stuff coming up next imminently. Um... And then we got a big, long, pretty grand scope project that that That's we're going to be, be getting into. That's coming down the pipes in about a year. That's that is again. I'm I'm looking at. I'm trying to do something a little different with it. Uh, another paradigm shift, so to speak. And and what we can do as far as you know, releasing our output and our art, and what what sort of sort of platforms it is you know because albums are dead face it that's why i don't release albums i do little eps that are three four songs that are very concise oh, they're thematic, the you know what i mean um because no one's gonna listen to an album anyway except for like me you know <laughs> um so yeah we're so i keep everything short uh as far as that goes on purpose but yeah the next one coming up that's actually two in the future is, is going to be pretty much grander in scope and, in in its goal and ambition as well. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's going to be more of a how to manual than a song. Right. And that and, and it's, it's going to be pretty epic. Like I say, that one's, that one's still gestating and, and, and defining itself, but yeah, the next is coming out, and then we got uh, another two-song EP coming out after that that's yet to be named, but the the upcoming one that'll be out next month or two is Provide Protect. That's where Pro-Life's our new single off that, so if, uh, if Pro-Life sounds good to you and you, you think it's, it's dialed in, just wait for the next two. We won't disappoint.
0: <laughs> awesome. Uh, let me ask you guys real quick before we end this interview. I always kind of have to, you know, personalize my guest a little bit here, you know. So what is... uh do you guys have any hobbies outside of music or anything that really interests you? You know, just uh if you have a little bit of time, it's something you enjoy doing.
2: I love remote control shit. I love anything with motors, tracker, the operating machines. I've been doing that most of my life. Well over thirty five years, forty years of operating everything, heavy equipment and good. But a lot of times it was smaller ones, skid loaders and but I love just I love destroying things and then building back something awesome. Indeed. And maybe it's someone that someone can build beautiful memories on, you know, that stays there. Stonework and masonry, whatever. I, I, but I come from a building life. My father, you know, he, he's always had construction companies. So.
1: Yeah, I, I also enjoy. Play, like Me and Eric both play with the RCs together sometimes. I, I love so we, fire. We mess with those. Yeah, we like to go shoot. I like to fish. Love so fishing. any chance I can go fishing, I'm going fishing. Yeah, I'm a giant like, hunter. Other than that, like they were, we're family folks, so I try to hang out, cook with the kids, clean with the kids, you know, teach you to read, all that good stuff, spend time with my wife, um, just kind of try to enjoy life. But yeah, if, if, if you're talking about going out doing something on my own,
2: I, I'm probably fishing well, if time. I'm not doing music. Yeah, the working. I probably drive more than most people that only work part-time actually work part-time. And then I do a whole eight hours, you know, labor and driving equipment and dump trucks and moving rocks and shoveling dirt and shit. But it keeps me in shape. I'm going on 53 and I'm, I'll, I'll whatever income come fucking with me. I'd go up. not not matter.
1: I wouldn't want to fight you. <laughs> I wouldn't want to fight you.
2: <laughs> but yeah, just living, man, doing what we can, trying to, trying to be open-minded with everything. Well, you know learn everything you can every day there's just something to learn every day, man. hopefully we all learn something every day, even if it's from our mistakes and it's really school hard knocks, dude we we learn from our mistakes but hopefully we do learn from our mistakes. absolutely even better is learning from other people's mistakes to where we don't actually have to endure the pain you don't have to make mistakes mistake. yeah, but that's that's tough too. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: very important to watch. Uh, I wholeheartedly agree with that. It's very important to keep a, an eye out and see what other people are doing. Sometimes,
2: mm, shit. Does everybody wake up, man, and get to see the sunrise? Even it's raining. Oh no, I rain love the rain. for it, man, and, and do the best you can each day, and maybe learn something, help somebody. Even yeah, that, thats something a lot of people probably don't really think about.
0: Right. Well, hey guys, I'm about to cut this off. Uh, just real quick beforehand. I appreciate your time. I appreciate you taking the time to do the podcast. I've enjoyed so, the conversations. I've enjoyed your uh, stories and the information you've given me and to my audience. Uh, one I'm last
2: time. I uh, didn't even know until I came
0: here. So now do. Well, absolutely, It's great. Um, <laughs> anything uh, you guys want to let everybody knows coming out, coming up, uh, Real quick, before we go, let everybody, once again, know where your socials are. I like to do that at the top and the, the bottom of the show. Let everybody know what's going on, where to find you.
1: Yeah, definitely. Once again, we're Red Necatron. Uh, we're on all major social media platforms. You can find us on all the large streaming services. Just search Red Necatron. There's not another one out there. Oh. Um, we got an upcoming EP that should be out towards the end of the summer called Provide Protect. Uh, again, Pro-Life's our first single off of that um follow us we got a lot of interesting live stuff coming up more than just jamming out of the rehearsal space so we got plenty of that coming your way and uh everybody stay safe and thanks again for having us mike we enjoyed yes, our time man. with you
0: it's been thank a pleasure you. thank you uh guys be sure after you listen to the podcast to go check the guys on uh, red necatron out and if you have a moment be sure to rate and review the podcast and then if you have one more minute be sure and check me out on social media. I'm on Facebook. I am on Twitter and I am on Instagram and also damn, I keep throwing it on people. <laughs> Be You're sure probably. and check out my buddies at the rat salad review network. I'm a big, I'm a part of the rat salad review network. Now we're all podcasters. We all love doing this and we all love metal and appreciate anytime you listen to any of our podcast guys. So uh, once, you. once again, guys, thanks for joining me. I appreciate Thank it. You. And thank you for listening. Peace.